and shake an apple off an apple tree Shake a shake a sugar but you'll never shake me No serio I'm gonna stick like glue Stick because I'm stuck on you I'm gonna run my fingers through your long black hair I squeeze you tighter than a grizzly bear uh -huh. Yes, sir, I'm gonna stick like glue Stick because I'm stuck on you Hide in the kitchen, hide in the hall Ain't gonna do you no good at all Cause once I catch you and the kissing starts A team of Daddy's side And that's how we love is gonna keep us tight uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh yeah uh -huh. I'm gonna stick like glue Stick because I'm stuck on you I am the kitchen That's how my love is gonna keep us tight uh -huh. Yes, sir, I'm gonna stick like glue Yeah, yeah, because I'm stuck on you I'm gonna stick like glue Yeah, yeah, because I'm stuck on you I'm gonna stick like glue Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'd like to sing a song that's probably the saddest song I've ever heard. And as I one 
Thank you. You're fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Yep, here we go. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, look at that. That is a way to start a work week right there. We're going to listen to The King today. Where I have to listen to New Kids on the Block tonight. So, yes, I'm going to... Stuff my ears with nothing but good music before the new kids on the block concert tonight. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. I'm starting. I, I, I hate that we have to start out on Mondays, but that's the only place we can start. I don't know about you. This weekend, I laid low, watched a lot of golf. Yes, Tiger Woods pulled out of the the golf tournament after the third round. He shit the bed, shot seventy nine. You, you ain't gonna come back from that. And and he was he looked like he was in a lot of pain. Pulled out of the golf tournament, meaning I did not watch Sunday. I guess Justin Thomas won. Great, congratulations. I I, I did not watch one bit of it. I watched my Rangers end up losing three out of four or two out of three to the Astros this weekend. Horse shit. God, I hate the Astros. Man. And, it, it, oh, yeah, I watched the, uh, I, I, I did the diligence, and I watched as much as I could of the season finale of Saturday Night Live. The big send-off for the, the fat chick, the Abby chick. Which they didn't really say too much about when I was watching. But Kate McKinnon, Gone. And then I heard, I heard someone, it, it, or I read this yesterday, Saturday Night Live says goodbye to heavyweights, McKinnon and Davidson. I, I, it, it, excuse, excuse me? P- Pete Davidson's a heavyweight? Can, can you name me a character he ever did on the show? No? Oh, he, he was barely on? So what you're saying is that he was an absolute idiot and worth... Absolutely nothing on that show. There you go. All right. Well, fantastic. Maybe they can get a new weekend uh, update crew. Maybe they can just uh, overturn the whole staff and make the show funny again. Heavyweight Pete Davidson. Jesus. Now, I did a lot of work this weekend. Worked on a lot of new sound effects, a lot of new things out there. Now, first of all, I have to admit something, ass family, that I, I know that I have, I, I have been notorious with a certain sound effect that I like to play whenever I am proven to be correct about something. And I know it's very obnoxious. And I try to warn you before I play it every time. It, it's this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Now, that's that very, very obnoxious. And I try not to be too obnoxious. So now, instead of playing this... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. When I'm right about stuff, I'm going to play this. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! (laughs) I'm the greatest man in the world! Now remember, 
When I'm right about something, I will play this. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! Instead of playing this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Now, you know what that's called? That's called growth. That right there, that is called growth. Now, that's not the only thing I found this weekend. No, 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 no. Of course not. You know how we like to show you the stupidest people on the earth on this show? And I know I haven't even said hello to everybody yet, but but remember, you know, we've had these. If your vision is not clear, do not drive or use machinery. Contact your doctor immediately if you have sudden vision loss. Yeah, you, you would think. Or? It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not, like, cow milk. You know what I mean? Right. Strawberry milk is from strawberries, not cows. Okay, another dumb one. That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, why he, else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up. Yeah, hurt yeah, him. That, whoops, whoopsie. And then, of course, our dumbest. But we have a challenger for the dumbest. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. When asked in a video this weekend on the, uh, the, the social media app, TikTok, things you often wonder about. This young lady decided to stitch this with another young lady who said, what are some things you often wonder about? Why have astronauts never been to the sun? Like, I get it, like, it's hot and all, but, like, go at night, like, when there's not a fire in the sky, because then it won't be hot, and then you can go. One more time? Why have astronauts never been to the sun? Like, I get it, like, it's hot and all, but, like, go at night, like, when there's not a fire in the sky, because then it won't be hot, and then you can go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, there are people that stupid on the face of the earth. And I try to find them. And then I had some fun. Uh, I, I, I just, I, these aren't new. I, I, I have new stuff. Don't worry. I, I have new stuff. But I was, I was playing with this, and I thought this was quite funny, because these all work together. That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! That's one. I said it. I said I said it. Last one. And your little dog too. <laughs> that one was my favorite. Good morning, Zach. Uh, let's get to the good mornings. He just texted in. Andrew, first one here. Says, hope y'all had a good weekend. Had a great weekend. Very relaxing weekend. Uh, oh man. Oh, I did it yesterday. I finally did it. I mastered chicken wings in the air fryer. I know it's taken me far too long to figure it out, but I did wings yesterday and they were magnifique. I even shook them well with the with the Hooter sauce. I had blue cheese. Woo! That was good. Today, 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 I'm gonna be using the air fryer. On the thighs. And I'm going to be barbecuing a thigh. I, I like chicken thighs better than I like anything else. So we're going to try that shit out today. Very excited about that. Battleboard in Nebraska says, good morning, ass family. Arnie, thank you for doing this show. Gives me something to look forward to on a miserable Monday morning. 
Keep up the good work. Well, hey, man, I will try. I will try to make you laugh all day today. That will be my number one job out there. And your little dog, too. Bye, Felicia. You found the bye, Felicia. There you go. Ah, oh, boy, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my lucky stars. It is the one and only bratty kid look at this fucking guy yeah i I mean she is raring to go fired up for n-k-o-t-b let's do it oh man rick rick ashley better fucking steal the show tonight that's all i gotta say i can't wait to get rick rolled uh straight fire says what battleborn said exactly this well thank you swoosh says morning ass family uh, Christopher's got the CDs rolling. He's loving the king this morning. Oh, yeah, my daughter had her twins yesterday. A boy and a girl, all healthy, all good. Congratulations. Straight fire. That is awesome. Your grandfather, you. Did she name them Arnie and Arnett? Right, 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 right. Makes losing both our dads last year a little easier. Yeah, I can understand that, but... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Arnie and Arnett, I think those would be wonderful names. Just saying. But congratulations. Christopher says, Elvis loves being in Dixieland, <laughs> but he still never went to Spain. Oh, it's coming up. Uh, Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Derek says, good morning, Ass family. It's Monday. Let's do this, boo. Yeah, yeah, Derek, I, I, I hear you, brother. I hear you. It's Monday, but Becca. there you go. That's the way to start your work week off. It rised in Oklahoma. Good morning to you. Congratulations, Straight Fire from Battleborn in Nebraska. Um, it rises. says, have fun at, at that, Braddy. Tigers pullout game is strong. Yes. Great choke job by that Mito Pereira guy. Like I said, I didn't watch. Like when I found out Tiger withdrew, I didn't find out till yesterday morning. And I turned it on. And by the way, by, by, oh, let, let me get through the good mornings. Let me get through the good mornings before the by the way. Because we have a big by the fucking way today. Uh, Alicia says, good morning, ass family. Good morning to you, Alicia. I got to say, where to start the show, buddy? You got me crying already. Of course, Rick Ashley will bring it because he'll never give you up. He'll never get you down. He'll never let you down. I'll relay that to her. On the- <laughs> Ogre Buenos Dias Amigo. Now, look, look, we haven't even officially started the show. Why? Because we have a fight. We have a video fight. Oh, Braddy Kid, good job this morning finding this one. This one happened at Newark Liberty International Airport between a passenger and one of those smug bastards behind the counter. Here we go. Oh, oh, he got slapped. The counter agent just got slapped. Now he got punched, punched again. Whoop, he fell over luggage. Oh, now he's coming back. The guy's just kind of push-punched him. Now he's loosened up. Okay, now he's loosened up, ready to go. He's going to throw some bones. He threw one. Oh, God. Did you hear that? That is something you never want to hear in a fight. Hold on a second here. If you ever hear this phrase in a fight. So that's it? After you throw a punch and hit your opponent and your opponent says, so that's it? Oh, you're about to get fucked up. Boom! Shakalaka. Move! Shakalaka! Down! Oh! Ho, ho, ho. Goes the counter agent. He is out. Oh, he is doozy. The head is busted open. 
It's like fucking Ric Flair, but he's wanting more. Come on. You want more. I got to say, man, the balls to the border are the ticket agent who's been busted the fuck open. Wow. Boy, that is up for fight of the year. Oh, that's it? I'd poop myself. If I would have given him my best shot, I don't think it was the guy's best shot. But he hit him pretty good with the left. Oh, that's it? <laughs> your day has just gotten bad. Don't forget to load up on your Mexican pizzas before the show tonight. Yes, I was told I'm not allowed to eat at Taco Bell today. Damn it. Uh, the, 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 by the way, the by the way on the PGA cover. Whoa, that dude was like, you know what I haven't done in a while? Go to jail and be grilled by the feds. Exactly. Still a great fight. Um, the, the by the way was, if anybody watched the first part of coverage the first three days on ESPN, it was Joe Buck and this guy who's a, he used to be a writer for Sports Illustrated. Now he kind of does like podcasts and stuff and he's becoming more popular black guy who used to be a caddy on tour and they were sitting there and they were just shooting the shit watching golf and I was like whoa 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 wait a second that has been done a number of times on the Arnie State show was there any credit of course not of course there wasn't Jesus pissing me off God, I was all peed over that. Where is Hangtown Gent? Uh, at least the ticket agent uh, kept getting back up. Even with his sassy slap style of fighting, maybe he's filling in the counter when he really should be up in the air handing out pretzels. <laughs> yeah, that, that little slap thing. Uh, that little slap thing wasn't good. Oh, by the way, oh, 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 I know what I wanted to share with you before we started the show. Uh, we'll be playing these. Uh, I got a new way to do... Uh, to do uh, whatchamacallit, uh, advertising. So now I'm just going to slip these in whenever I can because I got a brand new sponsor and it's pretty fantastic. So whenever I'm talking about something, I'll be like, oh, hold on a second for this. The Today Contraceptive Sponge. Put a baby blocker in your lady locker. There you Today's go. Sponge Contraceptive. See, see, there you go. Uh, Today's Sponge Contraceptive. New sponsor of the show. And yes... They got their friend Jason Sudeikis to voice all of the spots. So, uh, once again... The Today Contraceptive Sponge. Put a baby blocker in your lady locker. Today Sponge Contraceptive. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, from time to time, you might hear those today. Yeah, it's only a one-day sponsorship. Uh, best part is after the fight's been going on for 45 seconds, then a woman comes and waves her hands like, Oh, you should stop. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sage Steele got hit in his face with, like, an errant tee shot. Once again, now, 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 this has been two days in a row. This has been two shows in a row. We've talking about these female sports reporters getting hit with flying objects. Hmm. 
Are they not paying attention? I mean, that gal got got her head fucking split wide open, sitting in the the foul ball well. And this is the second time she's been hit. Oof, man. That's nice. That was good. Okay. Uh, all right. I need a fucking new mouse. I, I, I am seriously about to fucking have it with this damn mouse. It's fully charged. And it's acting like a fucking asshole today. Oh, I'm not happy about it. Not happy whatsoever. Um, I guess I don't have the, uh, the, the quote because it's not that great of a, a, a quote from him. Joe Biden got in all kinds of trouble yesterday, and we will be talking about it. Uh, I, I'll, I'll talk about it now. They they gave they asked Joe Biden about Taiwan and and China, and he said, "Well, of course we'll stand up for yes, of course." Whoa, Supreme Court again declines to rule on abortion case. All right, so China's all pissed off that Joe Biden, tough Joe, came out, and we had to hear. His nonsense, his bullshit, his rhetoric of... And I also am told that uh, that uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very much. I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. Thank you, pal. Yeah, thank you, pal. You know, let's stay with Biden, because Biden's going to be in Tokyo soon. And this just has fucking disaster written all over it. What do you think Joe does first? Does he ask to see where Godzilla tore up shit first? Please let him do the no ticky, no laundry line while there in Japan. Yes, I'm aware it's Chinese, but Joe sure as fuck isn't. Joe's kind of like the political version of Polly Walnuts. Talks too fucking much, says dumb shit, like telling Beansy he'd stand-up guy, but he's a goofball, so we still love him. Prime Minister Kishida! Joe Biden lead out at one of the top-rated restaurants in Japan. You can't, like, look, look, hey, Japan. Hey, Japan. Why don't you call the head chef over there and have them make that at the the temple or whatever, your palace? I don't know what they call it. I don't live in Japan. Donald Trump went to a charcoal grill restaurant when he was in Japan. Uh, Barack Obama visited a renowned sushi chef. W went to a Japanese-style pub. H.W. vomited at the banquet. So, oh, let's see what Joe can do. Please let him get caught. Please let him get caught on a fucking hot mic saying, enough of this Jap shit, get me to McDonald's. If he says something like that, that would be, that would be the greatest moment of my life. Uh, let's see. Um. We need him to stay alive because Harris is probably worse. 
She talks like a kid who's giving oral book report and didn't read the book. Yeah, you know that Kamala Harris is the person that used the word very so often in those book reports. This book is very, very good. (laughs) The main character had a very, very tough life and had a very, very long, long, long journey. I'd take the Jap shit over McDonald's. Joe probably looks around and wonders why there's so many foreigners and yellow people here. What the hell is going on out here? Look, I know you got to be frustrated. I know. I can taste it. Huh? Bucky's creepy. He is creepy. Oh, God. Let Oh, man. Let him order something Chinese. Please let him order something Chinese. Oh, man. Oh, that would be so great. Do do you have any chicken chow mein? (laughs) And then order a Korean dish after that. Maybe throw in a Thai plate. (laughs) Oh, Joe thinks he's visiting a 1942 (laughs) internment camp. Oh, Joe's going to be sniffing the geisha's hair. Oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord, please, Joe, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, fuck. I, you know, Joe Biden is a reason why I do wake up in the morning because the shit he does, and this is the sad part. Everybody who does a show like I do or is in like the kind of work that I'm in where you make observations on daily occurrences, pretty much that's my job. My job is to lampoon the daily occurrences in this world and report to them. This is why I hate Saturday Night Live so much. They have comic fucking gold in front of them with Joe Biden. And I actually, they might have a new writer because they actually went out on a joke this weekend that wasn't half bad. I I, I gave a hook. And then they went to commercials. It didn't go on too long, so maybe they got new people there. Joel says, is this where we nuked you? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I, I, I don't want him to do the, you know, the typical thing of not taking his shoes off when he goes into a place because that's their custom and all that kind of stuff. I don't want him to do something that is upsetting to the custom as much as a gigantic snafu to make all of America look bad. That's what I'm rooting for. Yes, I'm rooting for him to make us all look bad because that's what he does on a daily basis. By the way, I I, I, I should tell you this. Uh, uh, to Hangtown Jen hasn't been here yet today. I promised her I would let everybody know what a cowboy Carl was. When you sh- in between two fat rolls fold, get over tight and process to have sex with it while yelling squeal piggy. Bro. I gave this girl a cowboy Carl last night. She was not impressed. There you go, right there. So, so uh, when 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 Jen gets here, we'll play that again. But yeah, she wanted to make sure everybody got that. Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm watching this happen, and and once again, once again, this is happening. 
And, oh, oh, that's right. You know, when, when you don't agree with somebody, then all of a sudden everybody starts to eviscerate you and they start to attack your character. And they either call you a, a racist, which which they've called this guy that before, and now they're assaulted because they're saying he's a sexual predator. And I'm talking about Elon Musk. Elon Musk has issued a challenge over the weekend to the, quote, as he says, liar who accused him of sexual misconduct to describe his private parts. Now, does this just, does he want somebody to come out and talk about how big his cock is? Is that what this is? Uh, let's see. Uh, it's strange how their friends is the one who came over forward years after supposedly happened while claiming they can't stay silent. It's a story based on hearsay. My friend said no proof. That's what uh, Jonah Kreider, somebody wrote. And the Elon Musk said exactly. Moreover, the friend in question who gave the interview to B.I. is a far-left activist, actress in L.A., business insider. Um, with a major political axe to grind. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Let me read this text here. Uh, we're just thankful for you going live every morning and kicking a lot of radio shows that don't do that. Well, you are very, very welcome. I've, I, I've never, ever thought about, like, recording a show and putting it here. I, that's why I don't do best of shows. Because this show is all about the interaction with you guys. Like, we play off each other really well. So, yeah, I, I don't want to do that to you. Yeah. Alex, I'll take political hit pieces for 500. Yes. because And, and this, once again. They're going after a man, and like I said, I will not play this one. Well, I don't want to. I'm not going to say that one. I will say this one, though. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! (laughs) I'm the greatest man in the world! Yep. I knew this was going to happen to him. We all saw this happening. Once he started to challenge, and then came out and said he was going to vote Republican... Well, isn't that strange? Isn't that peculiar? Holy shit! I mean, right? I mean... Golly! Let's go after Elon Musk. A man one year ago, one and a half years ago, was the greatest human being to ever walk on the face of the earth. He's doing all this uh, air, you know... Space shit. Oh, he's he's making cars that are gonna save the planet. He wants to save the planet, blah blah blah. And now he's nothing more than a grab him by the pussy guy. I just sit back and I watch this stuff happen. There's no reason to get upset about it anymore. And here's the reason why you don't want to get upset about it. Because ain't nobody going to do anything about it. And, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. They don't do anything about it because, well, we all see it. And we all say things like what Ogre just said. Alex, I'll take political hit piece for 1,000 or 500, whatever. Because that's what we know it. 
And this is the part that should anger you the most. Is that the more they continue to put these hit pieces out on people, the more the real bad people, the, the, the more the real victims will not be heard. Because we're all just going to look at it and go, oh, that's just a hit piece. Because we've done it so much now. Oh, boy, who cried wolf? How many times did they stop? And they just said, no, that kid ain't got no damn wolf behind him. And it was that one time. All it took was that one time where the boy cried wolf. And everybody was like, oh, that little fucker. He's been crying wolf for six years now. And they don't go check on him, man. It's... They look at him and go, what happened? I got mauled by a wolf. I told you. Well, you told us that a lot. Swoosh says so much for that Me Too movement, huh? The Me Too movement is done. The Me Too movement is being exposed. Now, let me first and foremost say, I think I, I agreed with the Me Too movement against people like Harvey Weinstein, like all these people that would make you suck dick to get in a movie. We all knew it was going on. We all knew it was wrong, and it finally took somebody to stand up and say enough is enough. Well, I think that's good. But when you try to lump people in, like now Elon Musk, and I don't know the whole story. I, 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 I need to look into the story, I guess. But wouldn't if Elon Musk had a sexual assault case against him, don't you think we would have heard about that around the rocket ship time? Why does it happen to be right after the political time? I believe her, dot, 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 if it's politically expedient. The Me Too movement is just another way to attach political rivals that aren't Democrats. Jimmy Kimmel was the wipes that offender. But this is the problem that we have is that now are we going to, because the problem is that the media is not going to do it. We have to do it, but we're too busy. We're too busy. We can't fucking invest all of our time looking into these people. That's your job as the media. Ken Dog, good morning to you, my friend. See, that's the media's job is to give information, real-life information on these people so then we can figure out if we like this or not. But the media's not doing their job. Nobody's doing their job. I do my job. You guys do your jobs. I swear to God, man, it's so maddening. It's so, and by the way, by the way, and this isn't even something we should really even be worried about. But this is front page shit. Do you want to look, look, look here? The next story I'll do should be something that should be front page shit. But of course, it's not. Now, let's see. Let's see something here. Um, let's see.
Jesus Christ. Here you go. All right, here we go. A tweet was sent out over the weekend by Mayor Lori Lightfoot. You know, you, you know, uh, Mayor Gollum. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief, murderer. Lori Lightfoot sent out a tweet this weekend, Friday, I believe. We want our young people to have fun this summer and enjoy all the activities that our city has to offer in Chicago. To ensure safety while doing so, anyone under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult after 6 p.m. Let's work together to have a safe and great summer, Chicago. What about kids that work in movie theaters? What about kids that work in general? They, they can't work after 6 p.m.? Or mama and daddy have to come pick them up? And by the way, why is that? Why is it with your new imposed curfew? 28 people were shot this weekend, one fatally. 28 people in, in a two-day window? That's like one, that's more than one every other hour on the weekend. But let's bring those people younger than 16 in, or we'll invite their parents out to put more people out to get shot, possibly. I went to Chicago and I got was blown the fuck away. My mom was given this t-shirt. That's awesome. The media is 95% owned to the left. It's not facts. It's opinions now. Makes National Enquirer look factual. You know, the funny thing is National Enquirer has been a factual source of news forever. It really has. Now, they have some outlandish stories. They're not like the sun that shows, you know, the president shaking hands with a fucking alien or something like that. But it, they, they've got a lot of credit. The, the Inquirer has an, a lot of credibility. They once did a story about Britney Spears doing cocaine off a toilet seat. And here's the funny thing. As that was during the height of her career. They didn't put photos in the magazine of it, but they had them. And, uh, yeah, she never sued. Usually you can tell a, a, when, when, when somebody reports a false story about somebody that slanders them, they'll sue and they'll win, i.e. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. That's what happened. Those are rookie numbers. Chicago needs to step it up. Um, over a dozen a day, sheesh. Yeah. It's craziness. I'm going to say that the, the TV media is 95% owned by the left. I'm going to give radio about 50% still. But the problem is, is that, I'll tell ooh. Hmm. Wait, I'm having a thought here. Like, what happened to the state of Nevada? All the liberals moved in, and they changed the way that state voted. You've got all these people 
these TV executives and things that have moved to radio and serious radio. And they've taken over radio in general. Is that the same thing? Because radio is nowhere near what it used to be because people used to have free thoughts on radio and it wasn't all recorded and it wasn't all shitty. And, and, and I mean, it, the, the best part of radio is is that it wasn't, <clears throat> it didn't get bad with all the, the sponsorships and stuff until lately. And, and speaking of sponsorships... The Today Sponge, trying to avoid the stork, will use this little vagina cork. Today Sponge. There you go. Now we can continue. Um, <laughs> but I wonder if that's what's happened to radio. Is that they've killed off the, this wonderful way to communicate with people, the radio, because it is free. They've killed it off where people don't want to listen to it. Because that used to be the answer to the liberal television media was the conservative radio media. Very interesting thing to, to ponder. And they have run radio completely into the ground. Right, right radio will never die. I've, I've said that. And I, I will stand by it. I will, I will always stand by the fact that radio won't die because radio is free. But this is interesting to think about. I might have to do some thinking, do some digging on that. Battleborn in Nebraska says libtards are the reason I moved from Nevada. I hear you. I couldn't wait to get back to Texas, get out of California, get out of the, and And it wasn't necessarily the people, the liberal people. It was just them voting. And then their liberal agendas getting put in place. And it's like, I can't live there. It, it, it's It's just too stupid. Douglas says, but I thought Black Lives Matter, just not in Chicago. Oh, they've never mattered there. Come on. I mean, like, like, like last week we were talking about mass shootings. And a whole bunch of mass shootings in America this year. Everybody wants to stand out about this big-ass number so far. Most of them are in Chicago. I don't care now. I don't care about mass shootings. And, and you know why I don't care about it? Because Chicago doesn't care about it. Why should we, America, care about a city when they don't care about themselves? And, I, and, and, and this is, I know this is not the right attitude to have, but I have this, and, and, and look what Ukraine is doing. Ukraine is proving my point. We aren't standing up and helping them because we don't want to get involved with that because we shouldn't be involved with it yet. Now, if it gets bad, we'll get involved. But they're standing up to the bad guy. We should be helping them because they're doing that on their own. Oh, oh, it's just so maddening. So maddening. All right, got the shootings in Chicago out of the way. Um, Let's see. Where, where should we go next? Because this Lori Lightfoot thing, this tweet. I can't believe you put a curfew in place for fucking people under 18. Unbelievable. All right. Donald Trump came out this weekend. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Ratburger, I agree with everything you just texted me about a, uh, about a radio show. Yes. Um, Michael Sussman's testimony over the, the last week or so has really been damning. And it's been especially damning of one Hillary Rodham Clinton, even though I'm surprised this guy's still alive. But it has been revealed that Hillary Rodham Clinton uh, herself approved the release of false information alleging a covert communications channel between Donald Trump and Russia. Former FBI General Counsel James Baker testified Thursday that the Bureau investigated the data alleging a Trump connection with the Criminal Link Bank and found that there was nothing there. So what she did was she shared fake shit with the FBI and they investigated. That is lying to an FBI agent. That right there is punishable by going to jail. <sighs> by the way, once again, here was another trial that they didn't cover on Saturday Night Live. They had Kate McKinnon for the last show. Why not do her Hillary Clinton one more time? Right? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. They don't know what real comedy. The, the, the word entertainment, you, you need to scrap that word from, from your vocabulary. Because shows like Saturday Night Live and, and things like that are no longer for entertainment. First of all, they're not entertaining, and secondly, they're full of nothing but propaganda. Dems know guns can uh, keep evil dictatorship away. That's why they want Ukraine to have them, but not Americans. The idea of taking guns away from Americans, uh, in, in a way, I can understand it. Because guns are scary. Guns are frightening to people who have never been around guns. Why? Because, oh, look, look, here's the narrative. narrative. The gun shoots and kills people. Look what Alec Baldwin did. No, 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 no. Alec Baldwin, gun went off in his hand. He killed a woman. He murdered her. They're scary. They're frightening. People, oh, those are bad. But they're not. They're, they're that way when bad people get a hold of them. Cars are that way when people get a hold of them. Anything is bad and scary if the wrong people get a hold of them. And, and, and this is the best part is that if you're afraid of a gun, you don't want to be around a gun, you don't have to be. The amendment doesn't say you have to be strapped at all times in America. But you can you have the right to be if you want. If you don't want to be, then don't. But this whole idea right now of what's going on in this case against Hillary Clinton, and Hillary Clinton's not in handcuffs yet. What the fuck? <laughs> Every day that Hillary Clinton is not in jail is a day to say, what the actual fuck? Oh, my God. 
Kate doesn't want to get Epstein. Now, now they and well, they talked to Donald Trump about it, and he asked, "When is he going to get his reputation back?" Never. Look, Donald Trump is one of the most fascinating people, and it's not for anything he did while in office. It's nothing for his hair. Hey, he is truly a fascinating person. Due to the fact that pre-2016, he was idolized and adored by so many people. And a lot of those people were of color. Usually don't win the NAACP's Man of the Year for nothing. I mean, just saying. There are rap songs about him. You know how there are rap songs now about Ric Flair? Woo! There are rap songs about Donald Trump before. And all of a sudden he ran, and he ran as a Republican, and everybody switched on him. Oh, he's a racist. That's the first one you go to. Oh, he's a pussy grabber. That was his own. But he said that in, in, I don't even want to get going on that because that was ridiculous. And then he became president. Now he fucking hates Mexicans. He hates everybody, blah, blah, blah. But he really doesn't. I want you to think about something. Donald Trump was in office. National gas average was around 240. That was the national gas average. Well, 270, I'm sorry, about 270. Today's average gas price is like $4.89. It's 460 here in Texas. Ric Flair raps, what like, my name's Ric Flair, let me explain, swirl my cock like an aeroplane. No, uh, I know one of the ami- one of the amigos, one of them mumblefuck rappers, they have a song about Ric Flair, and he's in the video. That's all I know. And I think Donald Trump gets a, I, I honestly think that Donald Trump gets a bad rap for a lot of shit. And if you think about it, before he became president, he was on the left side. I mean, he donated money to Hillary, donated mostly to left-wing politicians. And then he came over to the, 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 the other side. And he inspired a bunch of people. But he inspired some people that were wrong, and, and I have one here. Uh, Zach says, I don't give a shit what he said or how he said it. I had more money in my pocket, and gas wasn't $6 a gallon. I agree, my friend. Chicago has very harsh gun laws. Let people keep getting shot. Oh, oh! I look, hey, I don't want to, look, Chicago's its own fucking worst enemy. If they reelect this fucking mayor, they get, they get exactly what they deserve. And I think she'll get reelected. Uh, oh, you still need to get the Macho Man CD. It'll change your life. Uh, one of the fathers of a kid on my son's t-ball team talked about how Trump put his people in cages. I was like, dude, Obama built those cages and Biden is still putting them. Yes. But see, he inspired some people and then they say, well, we're, we're Trump Republicans. 
when this woman here, Jackie Eubanks, who's running for Michigan's 63rd House District, says that contraception should be illegal. And then says, if I'm elected as state senator, I will outlaw contraceptives immediately. So does that mean no more today's sponge? The today's sponge! Can't keep your legs shut? Well, put one of these babies in your front butt! Today's sponge! Contraceptive device! I mean, if this woman has her way, I can't even do a show there. The Today Contraceptive Sponge. Put a baby blocker in your lady locker. Today Sponge Contraceptive. Eubank said if elected and a vote on birth control were to be brought up in the state house, she would have to side with it not to be legal. The Today Sponge. <laughs> Trying to avoid the stork? Well, use this little vagina cork. Today Sponge. <laughs> <sighs> I don't even I, I don't even know where to start with this moron. Hey stupid, they even have contraception uh, available in Ireland. Now that is saying something. Just filled up my SUV, $108. Thanks, Mumblebee Biden. Ric Flair Drip, that's the song. Yes, it is. Thank you, Swoosh. And Newsom's still going forward with that summer gas tax. Well, he he's a, he's a lover. You want to ban contraceptives. Well, I, I guess I'll have to be a liberal here and, and vote against you. But once again, you, you know, this is the most important part of this story. And I've been saying it a lot, and I, I will continue to say it as long as I'm a broadcaster and I'm doing shit like this. People like Jackie Eubanks are why you have to vote in every election. Depending on where she is in Michigan, she might get elected. And by the way, this is how elections work. See, Miss Eubanks probably started on a city council level somewhere, and people voted her in. And now she's running for state. Now, do I think that she is going to win? No. Saying that she'll outlaw contraception is pretty much the, the nail in her political coffin. I mean, that's just stupidity right there. But people want to know how this happens. This right here. This is why you will vote in every election. So people like Jackie Eubanks cannot win Michigan's 63rd House District and companies like The Sponge can stay open. The Today Sponge! Can't keep your legs shut? Well, put one of these babies in your front butt! Today Sponge! Contraceptive device! <laughs> Apparently, America's not sponge-worthy. Hashtag Seinfeld. Nope. Six fifty a gallon news. Oh, uh, I said that one. Oh, six fifty a gallon Newsom wants it to be higher. SMDH. Shake my damn head or scratch my damn head. Eubanks will get some votes, and we'll know just how many dumb fucking delusional newtwits 
exist who gives a bad name to democracy. Guess he, he needs the money to keep turning the state into Skid Row. Shit, it's not there yet. California is not Skid Row already. And I know there's a lot of people who are proud Californians. And I like, I'm sorry that this guy is doing this to your state. But your state is a fucking pit now. I'll say I, the city of Austin, Texas is a fucking pit. It's a nightmare. It's an embarrassment. I'm all about living your best life and living the way you want to live and do all that kind of stuff. How about then you mind your own business? You vote your way, and if you don't win, you don't win. You try harder the next election cycle. Outlawing contraceptive. What an idiot. Um, there's outrage... Uh, Okay, are we done with the sponge things? Uh, one more time with this one. The Today Sponge! <laughs> trying to avoid the stork? We'll use this little vagina cork. Today Sponge! <laughs> all right, done with those. All right, all right, good, 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 good. Um, outrage in New York City. New York City! As prosecutors drop charges against rapper C. Blue who's 16 years old, who shot a cop in a leg while on probation for previous gun cases and refused to say why he's been cleared. I look at Austin and I see Sacramento Jr. It disturbs me. Oh, no, you don't see Sacramento. Oh, no, no, you see San Francisco Jr. there. I'll give it up to Sacramento that they've, They've attempted to keep downtown as as clean as possible. At least while I was there, I haven't been there. Yet. You know, I only did my birthday show there, but they 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 tried to get the bums out of downtown because they built the new basketball arena there. They were trying. San Francisco is the pit, just like fucking Austin is. What if Elon bans Tesla sales in California just to piss off Newsom? That'd be awesome. Oh, that would be hilarious. I was trying to be nice to Austin, but you're correct, sir. Oh, I won't be nice to Austin. Not let, uh, I will start being nice to Austin if the Longhorns beat Alabama this year. There you go. That'll get me started being nice again. But until that until that happens, and, and well, buddy, I don't think that's going to happen. I love my Longhorns. Cameron Williams, the 16-year-old rapper, was out on probation from a 2020 gun charge. So he's 16 now, so that was, he was 14. Okay, that's lovely. He got into a scuffle with police in January and shot the police officer. Case was moved to a juvenile court in March when a Bronx justice ruled that the shooting had ensued after an unjustified search was conducted. So if you do an unjustified search by a police officer in New York, you can get shot for it. Okay. 
By the way, how was it an unjustified search then if he actually had a gun? I know, right? Once you wait, wait. So this is an unjustified search. Well, you didn't have any reason to say, well, he looked like he had a gun. And we searched him. Lo and behold, he had a gun that he used to shoot the police officer with. He shot a cop in New York. A cop in New York. You know, one of those guys, along with the firefighters mainly, though, who ran into buildings that planes flew into? New York police. No charges filed. Now, first and foremost, let me say, if you shoot any cop in the leg, you should have fucking charges filed against you, no matter what. I'm honestly surprised this guy does not have a new hole stomped in him somewhere. Oh, he was on probation, and they can search for that. Once again, he was on probation. They don't need a reason to shake him down. You're right about I'm sorry, Swoosh. I didn't even think about that. So, not only did they not need a reason, but the reason was still there. But we're going to let you go. Good to know the DA's office is supportive of police. No shit. Get ready to see a blue flu coming there soon. He shot the cop in the leg. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's ban gun. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the talk of banning guns? Oh, it's okay because he shot a cop in the leg? All right, you keep doing you, boo. You just keep doing that. All right. Wonderful. <sighs> and it's happening. I think it was, was it Alicia who sent me this story. Was it Alicia that sent me this story this morning? Hold on. I want to give proper credit. Uh, not on that one. Who sent me? Who sent me this story? Oh, it was Douglas that sent me the story. So thank you, Douglas. A comedian named Tyler Fincher, who I guess does great impersonations of a bunch of people, has a huge YouTube following, is now suing his talent agency. AGI Entertainment Media and Management told the young man he was headed for stardom, and then they ghosted him. Then he got a phone call. He says, man, we love you. Uh, everyone here loves you and thinks you're a star, but we're not taking you on because you're white.
Now, Mr. Fisher says he recorded the call on the advice of a therapist and claims to have strong evidence that his career was stymied because of his skin color. He has over 146,000 followers on. Look, I, I don't know if he is a real comedian or a good comedian or not. But when you are told, we love you, we think you're a star, but you're white. You look like you drink white Gatorade and smell like nickels. Now, if I ever got this, I'd probably respond with, You're goddamn right. <sighs> then he, he, he continues, he says, I said something like, so you guys like me, you want to work with me, you know I've got what it takes, but the only reason is because I'm white. And they said yes. Now, if he does have the recording of the phone call, he's got a gotcha moment there because, well, or is this something that you can have happen? I mean... Who's dumb enough to say that at that company? I mean, because that is clear and obvious racism. We didn't hire you based on the color of your skin. If you say that to somebody, you're going to go, well, that you're a racist. Except if we say it to a white person. Well, what makes it any fucking different? Oh, I see all this kind of stuff, and I just, I, I, I truly do hope that something changes soon, and, and we all get back to thinking with the correct side of our brain. I won't say which side that is. I'm just going to say, let's start doing what's best for each other and America. I don't know. I, it, it, it's just a, a crazy, crazy thought that I have. I see stories like I, I get upset. Oh, by the way, today's jokes. Uh, let me get to today's jokes. We have jokes for today. Um, what does a nun and a gremlin have in common? Neither one are allowed to get wet. <laughs> and what do you call an emo acapella group? Self-harmony. Now, that shit's good. Come on. That shit right there was gold, and you know it. Now, we had a special guest uh, on the show on Friday, which means we did not get to, uh-oh, Celebrity, Celebrity Ass, The worst sports casters of all time. That's right. Worst sportscasters of all time. We have it. We're going to get it done. And by the way, Friday is already set. I believe Andrew gets credit for this one. Let's get it on. Fridays will be the greatest 
commercials of all time. But today, worst sportscasters of all time. And it doesn't matter the sport. It can be anything. It could be, it, it, it could be, I, I, tiddlywinks. If they've done sports, they will be nominated. Here we go in our first category as family. Worst sportscasters. Will it be Dennis Miller? Former Saturday Night Live uh, news update guy. Yes, yes, Christopher, we're doing this one. Yes, I did like this one. Christopher, you get credit for this one. Dennis Miller, who would use gigantic words in the middle of a football game, and you'd be like, shut up, Dennis Miller. Is he worse or better? And we're voting for the worst. So which one of these person do you hate the most? Dennis Miller or that sack of monkey shit Jim Gray? Jim Gray, who tried on Pete Rose Appreciation Night to get him to talk about betting on baseball. Dennis Miller versus Jim Gray, ass family. Who you got? Oh, this is a neck-and-neck one, man. We've started off with a good one here. Ooh, he's a cunt. Man, oh, man, look at that. One of the closest battles of all time. Oh, it is Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller pulls it out at the very, very end. Next one up. Now this one, this one should be pretty easy, but hey, we're going to do it anyway. Former uh, defensive lineman, I believe, from the Baltimore Ravens and total fucking slob. Was a sideline reporter for a long time. I'm talking about the one and only Tony Saragusa, the goose. What a fucking idiot. Taking on a man who has called far too many games and sucks at it and sucked at it when he was a wide receiver for the Bengals. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Chris Collinsworth. Tony Saragusa versus Chris Collinsworth as family. Who you got? Menomina. 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 Yeah. 
Collinsworth is, he doesn't spell his name with an H. He spells it C-R-I-S. What, what, what? You dick. God, I hate Chris Collinsworth. He moves on. Congratulations. Uh, he moves on. Uh, all right, next one up, man. Now, one of these y'all might not be too aware of, so I'll explain. He's the second one. The first one is former U.S. Open golf champion. All around dick face. And he decided that since he couldn't putt anymore because he got the yips, he would design golf courses to where you couldn't putt anymore. And I'm talking about the one and only shitbag Johnny Miller. Oh, I fucking hate Johnny Miller. Taking on a guy who would get drunker than Harry Carey, but watching boxing instead. And I'm talking about Larry Merchant, who would be slurring his words back and forth, little white-haired guy, asshole. So, Johnny Miller versus Larry Merchant, ass family. Who you got? Tied. I need some more votes. Here we go. Here we go. We got some coming in now. Look at that. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The man that won the U.S. Open, Johnny Miller, moves on. Our final matchup on the first round, ladies and gentlemen, this one's going to be an easy one here. I'm just going to tell you, it's going to be an easy one here. Because we have the worst rookie broadcasters ever. And they're not rookies anymore, but they're still young. For the NFL side, I give you the one and only disappointment of disappointments. Tony Romo. Versus the Boulevard of Broken Dreams, driven by Jeff Gordon. Gordon is a terrible NASCAR broadcaster. Tony Romo, Jeff Gordon, Ass Family, who you got?
my goodness, ass family, look at that. Jeff Gordon moves on. Jeff Gordon moves on. Not saying that Tony Romo doesn't suck, but Jeff Gordon moves on. Now, ass family, to get on to the Mount Rushmore, we have to go through this semifinal round. Who gets on there between former SNL weekend updater Dennis Miller or former Cincinnati Bengal and now terrible broadcaster Chris Collinsworth? Dennis Miller, Chris Collinsworth, ass family. Who you got? Who will join him there? Will it be legendary golfer turned shitty announcer Johnny Miller? Or will it be the wannabe Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon? I say wannabe because even Junior didn't didn't want it as much as Jeff Gordon did. But Jeff Gordon will never be Dale Earnhardt. Johnny Miller, Jeff Gordon, ass family, who you got? Yeah, I, Ogre, I knew you'd like that new music. Jeff Cornhole, wow. Chris Collinsworth and Jeff Gordon make it to the Mount Rushmore. Oh, don't worry. If you're thinking to yourself, Arnie, what about? Don't. Don't say what about. We have round two coming up next here at Arnie Radio 1 or ArnieRadio.com. You can write me at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Let's see. We're going to do this. We're going to slip these. Go this way here. All right. Actually, we're going to do this here. There we go. Okay, now it's all set. Now, 
hopefully it'll play in this direction as well. So uh, it's an Elvis day. Y'all hate Gordon because of his broadcasting, because he was Ryle Dale, or because he's from California. Be honest. Um, I hate him because he was a rival of Dale, and he's a bad broadcaster. So there you go. I'm honest. The end is near, and so I face the final curtain. My friend, I'll say it clear, I'll state my case, of which I'm certain. I've lived a life this full, I traveled each and every by. Much more than this, I did it my way. Regrets, I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. I did what I had to do and saw it through without. I planned each charted course, each careful step along the byway. Oh, and more, much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew. It all more than I could chew. My share of losing And now As tears subside I find it all So amusing To think I did all that And may I say Not in a shy way I did it my way. Oh, what is a man? What has he got? If not himself.
day Cause he was telling everyone in town Of the love that he just found And Marie's the name of his latest flame He talked and talked And I heard him say That she had the longest, blackest hair The prettiest green eyes anywhere And Marie's the name of his latest flame Though I smiled, the tears inside were burning I wished him luck and then he said goodbye He was gone but still his words kept returning What else was there for me to do? Yesterday, this girl was in my arms and swore to me She'd be mine eternally And Marie's the name of his latest flame Though I smiled, the tears inside were burning I wished him luck and then he said goodbye He was gone but still his words kept returning what else was there for me to do but cry? Would you believe that yesterday This girl was in my arms and swore to me She'd be mine eternally And Marie's the name of his latest flame Yeah, Marie's the name of his latest flame Oh, Marie's the name
PonyRadio.com. Ready, get set, go. The Artie State Show. Right now. 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 Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, this song makes me want a martini and it's far too early. Oh. Uh, gotta love the king. You, you, you just have to love the king. Ah, uh, let's see. All I can hear right now is Elvis... Is Eddie Murphy doing his Elvis impersonation going fart? Excuse me. Yeah, that was pretty good. Your out says, I'm definitely going to see this Elvis movie. I'm trying to get there early screening, but we'll shall see. I've got rodeo tickets that night, president's box seats, of course. Uh, same night it premieres, and I've got to see this movie with my mom, of course. Well, I'll let you know because I'll be at one of the early screenings. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I can't wait uh, till that happens here. NKOTB music will be so much better. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. That's all I gotta say. Or... And shut your damn cake off! August says, you're out. I'm right there with you. I'm praying they don't demonize him or have a... No, 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 no. This... This movie is a movie that will showcase how bad Colonel Tom Parker is. That's what this movie is mainly about. A lot of people don't realize that Elvis, look, Elvis is a rube that wanted to sing and do drugs and have sex. That's what Elvis wanted to do. Because Elvis was a fucking rock star. Colonel Tom Parker would not let him tour the, the globe due to the fact that Colonel Tom Parker couldn't get back to America then and then mismanage Elvis's career and money that way. And Colonel Tom Parker is the guy who steered Elvis toward all those damn movies, and Elvis hated those movies. Uh, well, Priscilla have her thumbs up. Uh, they'll mail the uh, they'll nail the colonel. Appropriate time. Oh, absolutely, and I can't wait. The biggest tragedy I, I've heard, aside from Elvis not being able to tour the world, is that Elvis himself, Elvis himself came out and said that he wanted to record a song. Um. And I honestly think that if Elvis would have recorded this song, no one else would ever record it. But the problem was that Colonel Tom Parker would make you sign over half of your rights for Elvis to do the song. And due to the fact that she was an amazing businesswoman, this song was never sung by Elvis. I just, I, I get over, like, like I can't imagine how amazing Elvis's version would be. And Whitney Houston probably would have never done that song for The Bodyguard. But because of Colonel Tom Parker, who is a piece of shit. And I hope this movie shows it. Uh, at least those movies produce some amazing fucking music for all. It, that is true. That is true. I mean... That's why he's the king. That's why he's the king. Uh, all right. Now, I have a, 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 a fun little game for us to play. I found this story. 
Are your table manners up to snuff? Etiquette expert calls out 12 tacky habits. Now, mind you, this is an etiquette person based in Florida. So, <laughs> I'm not going to shit. Like, like, these are etiquette questions that we all do, don't need to know. I mean, some of these are bad. But, all right, we'll go through. And I'll help you in the real world and tell you what you should and shouldn't do. Not some stupid etiquette expert, okay? Number one. Talking with your mouth full. Yeah, it's gross. You can't hardly understand anybody talking, but there is, look, look. There is the old napkin in front of the face that if you want to talk to the person, you can you, you can do that. I would suggest not talking with your mouth full because you might lose a really good bite or you could possibly choke and, once again, you're grossing out the other person. If Elvis covered, I would always love you. Uh, they would have had him in the bodyguard, probably. Uh, so smoking bath salts at the table. Uh, we'll see how we get through this list. I, I'm not sure. I'm only at number one right now, Andrew. Um, cutting all your uh, food at once. They say this is a no-no. They say because primarily you will uh, you you will be prone to eat slower if you if you do not cut it all at one time. Now now see I got a problem with this one here. First and foremost, if I get a hot pocket, I'm cutting the shit out of that thing altogether. Because we got to wait two weeks for that thing to cool down. And how else do you eat Mexican food? I, I, I got to tell you right now, that people, all these people that have to separate their damn food, we, we ain't talking to you people. I can't have my food touch. You realize it's going to the same place. And you'll see it, in it, depending on how your system is, between two and eight hours. You'll see it again. I don't mix my food. Now, see, look, this is the optimal way to eat Mexican food. You cut up your entire chimichanga, you mix in the beans, you mix in the rice, and that is food right there. Throw some jacamole on top of that, some, some, some of the sour cream, bam. That's a meal. And, and I call bullshit on this, too, because this is the fancy way they're trying to serve steaks at fancy restaurants now. This happened to me in Vegas. I got the Wagyu fucking uh, the steak, the Wagyu steak at, at Who's What's It, Smith and Walensky's. And they come out and they put the, the, they put the butter on it right there at table side. Motherfucker cooked one of the fattier pieces all the way down to fucking done, asshole. And then he took it off the bone and he cut it up for me right there. I'm like, what are you cutting up my food for? It's going to get cold. You never cut steak up all at once. Now, Ken Dog, I got to ask you. And, and, and swoosh. You can't have your food touch on your plate? Why? I, I, I'm fascinated to know this. My dad allegedly said the same thing. I was like, I've eaten with you for 40 years, and that's a fucking lie, Dad. 
So wait, wait, Ken Dog. Now this is fascinating. Can you not have pot roast? Cut it up and shovel it in. Damn right. Oh, with a chimichanga? Now, I'm notorious for that. You bring me, I'm just telling you right here, right now, you bring me a chimichanga plate over, that thing is messy as fuck. Never. No, you. but you, you can't eat like pot roast, can you? Does pot roast freak you out? Tacos are delicious. But the food is touching in tacos. The, the 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 cheese is touching the meat and the meat is touching the lettuce. Uh, I don't like the flavor to mix. I like to taste it individually. I don't like my food touching either. I use different spoon and fork for each item. Wow. Wow, Stackar, you are a fucking diva. But some things can mix, like steak and potatoes. Yeah, you have well, steak and potatoes. Yes, of course. Chimichangas and, and beans and rice. Now, yeah, you can't mix everything. Like, like you, you can't do that. Like, I ain't gonna eat for Thanksgiving. I'll, I'll cut off one piece of turkey at a time, and but my food can still touch. Gonna be touching in your belly. Have you thought about that? Have, it, it, does that gross you out to think about your food is touching each other in the belly? Right, so they say don't cut all your food at once. I say it depends on what it is. Number three, eating before everyone's been served. Now, now I got a question. Oh, boy, here we go. Yes, Braddy. I have a question. Does that mean he uses like four spoons or four forks for each meal? Because shit, I don't do the dishes right now. and I, That would piss me off if there was 15 different forks from one meal from him. That's what it looks like. Uh, Stackar says, I don't like my food touching either, and I use a different spor- spoon fork for each item. So, yeah, I would imagine he probably goes through a couple of forks and knives at every meal. Oh, hell no. All right, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of work. Uh... Now the stomach acid takes care of that. Okay. All right. If you think so. All right. So eating before everyone is served. Now. If you go to somebody's house and you're having like, you know, a fucking prime rib or something, then I say absolutely positively wait until everybody has their food at the table. Everybody's set. Everybody's ready to go. Then you dig in. Okay, if you know you ain't going to say grace or nothing like that. Stackar says, I use about four or five a meal. Ask my wife. That poor woman. Jesus. Stackar, we need to get you. We need to invest Stackar in some plastic wear. Save his wife some wear and tear. Uh, when you make a TV dinner, do you mix it all together or eat individual compartment? Um, usually I, I mix them together because I don't, I don't get many. I get chicken fried steak and potatoes ones. And usually the pot pies are where I go. I, I, I don't eat, and, and some of them are already made that way. Like there was, there was like a, oh, there's some sort of chicken bake that Marie Callender's used to have, but you'd have to mix that. Now, 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 
Wait until the ladies are served, then it's fair game. Okay. <laughs> Does Stackhart get naked when he poops? He seems like that kind of guy. <laughs> Also, I have to say mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. Those in uh, separate bowls, not on one plate. Good God. Well, that's a lot of starch you're having there in one meal, though. I ain't got nothing wrong with it. I'd eat macaroni and cheese and mac. I'd do that already. Oh, man. So so there's a, a lot going on behind the scenes here at ArnieRadio.com right now, uh, including a new website, and the new website is looking amazing. Uh, Met had some meetings last week on it. It's it, it, it's blowing me away, and we are going to have up a page of like we'll, we'll call it like Arnie eats or something like that. And it won't be recipes. It'll be all restaurants that I've eaten at uh, that I can recommend to people, like in different cities and different states, like Vegas or or Sacramento. Even I can recommend restaurants. Seattle, I- anywhere I've been, I can recommend. We went to the Main Street Cafe, which I said last week had the best cheeseburger I've had. Holy shit, I had their chicken fried steak this weekend. Whew. I almost needed a to-go box. Almost. That shit was good. Oh, man. Bravo to them. And I'm finding out there's a lot of places that have fish dinner. And, of course, everybody has catfish down here because, well, we're dirty and from the south. What do they serve with fish? They serve hush puppies. Boom, I've been getting my fair share of hush puppies that ain't LJS hush puppies lately. That's big stuff right there. I just wanted to share that with you. So now, eating before everyone is served. This is the problem. Let's say you're at a restaurant. How long? This is something that we as a family need to go over and figure this out. How long are you supposed to wait? Uh, where's this place at? It's in downtown Garland. It's it's right off uh, it, it's off of Main Street in Garland, downtown. Uh, it, it, and it's called Main Street Diner, and it's just right there. Boom, amazing place. I I haven't had a bad meal there yet. It's been awesome. And they have like other they have a a grilled pimento cheese sandwich that I want to try. The the page should be called Arnie Eats Ass Restaurant <laughs> Reviews and Re- That's what it'll be. Arnie Eats Ass Restaurant Reviews and Recommendations. I love it. I love it. Arnie Eats, comma, ass, comma, restaurant reviews and recommendations. Oh, fuck, that's awesome. Um, All right, so let's say you go out to eat, right? And this actually happened this weekend. Um, you go out to eat, and somebody's plate is either wrong or comes out after everybody else's. How long are you supposed to wait? Like, let's say you got a party of four. Three of the four plates have been brought out. And a lot of times, that person whose plate ain't been brought out will say, you guys go ahead and start. Don't worry about me. But do you do that, and how long are you supposed to wait? Ask family. I, 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 I'm asking you a question, so how, I, how long? 
Well, that ain't the right one. That's not supposed to be there. This is. Still waiting for my burger from that I've placed. Uh, Fred says, I'm digging in. Fuck it. Uh, if there are French fries, zero seconds. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I tell them to eat. Don't let it go cold. I eat fast anyways. I wait unless there are rolls for everybody. What is start eating? <laughs> if it's like you're, you, uh, your buddy's like two minutes, the wife, then you better fucking wait. Yeah, I did. I like that one. That one right there. They're friends or anybody like that. How about this? How about if it's uh, business associates? Like you're at a lunch meeting. And they bring out everybody's plate except the bosses. Oh, you're going to wait, aren't you? Oh, you're goddamn right you're going to wait. Now, if it's an underling, you probably won't wait. If I'm on a date, I'll wait. Uh, if I'm with my family, too bad, so sad, I'm eating. <laughs> Scott says, five minutes, then ask the server for an ETA, uh, then eat if it's going to be 15 minutes or longer. If it's going to be 15 minutes or longer, you can have my goddamn food, too. We ain't going to eat here. Why is it taking so much longer? Do you really fuck it up? I I, I I get so mad when restaurants fuck shit up, man. It is such a pain in the ass. Look. Just do your job. And, and and then if you can't, then fix it. And fix it quickly. What's up, Bradster? How you doing, my friend? If it's your wife, she's eating half your plate anyway, so well. All right, next thing they say about etiquette at the table. It seems like none of us, well, especially me, don't have it. I need to work on myself. I put my pinkies out and still want to drink. Uh, monopolizing the conversation. A conversation is like a tennis match. It's better when two or more players are involved. (laughs) Who's paying? LOL, wait for them to get their food. That's a good call. There you go, C-Nasty. Now, this whole monopolizing the conversation. You can monopolize the conversation because, well, I'm there to eat. I don't know about you, but but when I go to a restaurant, I do not go to conversate with people. I go to eat. I will conversate with you when we are waiting on the waitress to come over and get our drink order. Usually by that time, I'm ready to order the meal. And if she walks away again, then we still have ample time to talk. She comes back, takes our order, takes the menus. That's talking time. When the food is delivered, that's eating time. Don't monopolize. You can monopolize the conversation all you want with me because I'm eating. I mean, that, that one's dumb to me. Now, <laughs> the next two I might be quite guilty of. 
The first one, bringing up controversial subjects or making off-color jokes. Yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, guilty as charged on that one right there. Last week, and this is no joke, Braddock, you can back me up on this. I have an amazing talent. My amazing talent is I can spot a wig on a man or a woman a mile away. But something happens within me whenever I see one. I just start to go, wig, wig, wig. Last week, we were out to dinner. First time we were at Main Street Cafe. Guy walked in. It was kind of loud when he walked in. I looked up, and I just go, wig. Main Street Cafe ain't that big. I said it a few more times. Wig. Wig. So I, I, I would say yes that, yeah, the, 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 and I don't talk about, you know, happily. I, I talk about what I talk about at dinner. And make off-color jokes, of course. I saw girls' panties last week at the damn place, too. So, yes, I, I, I'm very bad about number five there. <laughs> Joe Biden is great at making color jokes at dinner. <laughs> yeah, not the off-color. Now, this next one, I, I got a problem with this like a champ because I'm from the South. Using the bread to clean your plate. I know I am not the only motherfucker on this show right here now that has not used his bread or biscuit to sop up whatever sauce is left. Oh, that, that's, like, that's what you live for. One of my favorite tastes in this world is going out to breakfast, getting my eggs either sunny side up or poached where they're runny. You have bacon on the plate, right? And you have maybe, and you got that last piece of toast that's got a little bit of jelly on there, and you wipe up everything, all the egg yolks on the side, and eat that. Oh, that's a flavor touchdown right there. And you're telling me it's rude to use my bread to clean my plate? Well, then rude I will be. Yeah, exactly. What the ever-loving fuck is wrong with using your bread to wipe up the remains? What the fuck does this article writer think is at the table for? Cleansing your palate and mopping up the plate. My dad was from Tennessee. He'd get that goddamn plate so clean with his bread, you could put it back on the cupboard. Why the fuck would you not clean your plate? Damn right. Oh, hell yeah. Using the bread as a broom for a load in the fork? Amen. Let me just tell you this right now. There is nothing that I enjoy better. I'll even tell you the truth. It doesn't gross me out. Go to the Outback Steakhouse. You get a salad. I don't care if you get Caesar salad. You use that bread to wipe up that extra dressing. Woo-wee, is that good. That right there is a little taste of heaven. Waffle House should give you an extra piece of Texas toast. You're goddamn right. 
Christian says, oh, you bet your ass I'm using my buttered-up roll to sop up all the chicken Alfredo sausage. Oh, damn right. That's what the breadsticks are for, too, at Olive Garden. <laughs> Seizure salad is Michael J. Fox's favorite. All right, what did you send me, Stackar? Runaway Bull does what? Injure six people at popular NorCal uh, Rodeo. Oh, wow. Where is this? Red- oh, the Redding Rodeo. Oh, wow. Runaway Bull. Thank God that didn't happen in Fort Worth last week. Man, oh, man, that would have fucked up things. All right. <clears throat> so so we're all in agreement that there is nothing wrong with using bread or anything to sop up your plate. Shit, that bull would go the other way, Ogre. That bull doesn't weigh as much as her. Uh, all right. Man, oh, man, this is a long list. And then, then we've got the proper etiquette to use at a business meeting. I can't wait to do that one. Um, all right, here we go. Double dipping. Never eat from the communal, di- or communal dish and dip only once to avoid spreading germs. So, <sighs> the double dip. Now, there is a way around this. But you'll look like a dick. Okay? Either... Dip your entire chip into the the, the dip mixture. That way your whole chip is covered, so you don't have to double dip it. Or if the chip is sturdy enough. If the chip is sturdy enough, and let's say you're having French onion dip or something, and you're at a party, okay, you're going to have to find a little plate. And you take that chip. And you scoop up enough to put on that plate to where you can double dip on your own plate. Just saying. That's a way to avoid double dipping from the communal dish, but you can do it on your plate as much as you want. Uh, Wife okay, everyone else nope. Uh, Fuck that. If you double dip, I'm (laughs) eating the bowl across the room. Double dipping is gross and verboten. Otherwise, my dick's going in to dip like mashed potatoes. And don't drag your goddamn fingers in the bowl on the backside. No. I don't want your saliva. I want the dip. Ooh, just break the chip in half. Whatever I'm dipping, I'll break it in pieces. That's not bad. See, Nasty asked the question, if no one's looking, who cares? See, Nasty, you, you you and I are buddies. Let me just say that right now. If nobody's looking, proper 
posture is the next one they have. And saying that old one that your moms used to use, putting your elbows on the table is gauche. Two Seinfeld references in one day, I'm in heaven. It is uncouth when you have a chocolate or cheese fountain to put your cup in the flow or just stick your finger in and get a good coating. Oof. Oh, man, hold on a second. Wait a second. We're talking about... We're talking about the cascading fountains? Because, oh, man, I mean, come on. Whether it's cascading like mountains of chocolate or of nacho cheese? Man, oh, man. I, I just usually have a bucket with me. We go, okay, they got, they got a nacho cheese fountain. Get the bucket. I carry that bucket with me pretty much everywhere I go. You never know. You never know when you're going to get a bucket. Oh, whatever. If you're at a wedding and they and they got that chocolate fountain going and it's, you know, the good, fancy kind of chocolate, that, that bucket pays for itself, my friends. Load that shit up. Keep it in the car nice and cool. Hardens up. You got fucking hard candy for the rest of the year. You're welcome. If it's nacho cheese, I get a siphoning hose. If it's nacho cheese, I just bring that thing back to the table and lay under it. Hope there's a lifeguard on duty. (laughs) Fikoop says, fuck that. Look them right in the eye as you double dip. Establish dominance. (laughs) That's so funny. I am going to own this party. Oh, man, that is just funny. Man, yeah, oh, those fountains. Those fountains are dangerous. But from what I understand, they're kind of on the the nasty side, so let's not talk about it anymore. Let's just keep that dream alive. Every fountain only has one use. That that that's why we're in pro- well that's why we're in trouble with the environmentalists is because we have these cascading you know mountains of, of of nacho cheese and chocolate and they can only be used once because we've heard nasty things about the other ones. If I take it to the table, I'm getting women with large feather fans and servants with plates while I slather myself in nacho cheese. That party is quickly becoming a Roman orgy of cheese and chocolate. Oh, you're the one who brought up the cascading mountains of them. Uh, Don't put your elbows on the table, whatever. Now, this one should be pretty... The the next couple should be kind of obvious. Talking or texting during a meal. If you're doing that throughout the entire meal, then yeah, that's kind of... I mean, it's the world that we live in, but if that's the only thing you're doing, eh, knock it off. I'll tell you what. Why don't you get back your text? I'm going back to the fucking Cheese Mountain. Drinking too much alcohol. What is the definition of too much alcohol? 
Uh, it says you you may say or do something you might regret the next day. Um, Correct the mundo. Most likely will. As the saying goes, loose lips sink ships. Be mindful of your alcohol consumption, especially if you have to drive home. Oh, okay, so if you don't have to drive home, it's fucking hammer time. I, I See, this, this one's a tough for me. You drinking too much alcohol? Well, if it's an open bar... You're the one who's asking me to drink so much alcohol because, I, I mean, you paid this this enormous amount of money to get this free alcohol for us. I want you to get your money's worth out of it. <laughs> if booze is involved and there's a cheese fountain, then I'm getting a tub and putting in some chicken wings and playing bobbing for wings. I might never leave this party and claim squatters' rights. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, what? I for me, one glass would be too much. But I'm an alcoholic, so I've I've been told this in the past. I don't know if it's true. Also, not a good idea if it's a work meeting. That's a good call, Scott. Now, what if it's a work party? Let's say you're at a work party, right? And you're the you're the you're the top dogs in the building. <laughs> like, like, like. Like, they haven't seen gains like they've seen with you. And let's say it's a holiday party, and let's say it's happening in Reno. Let's say it was when I was like 24, 25-ish, and we were the number one show in town by a lot. It only got bigger and bigger. We show up at the Christmas party. And the the morning team that used to be number one that we have just completely destroyed is right across the hallway from us in every morning. And now they're at this dinner with us, and we're going to be honored a lot at this dinner. So why not get good and drunk at this dinner and start an all-out food fight and hit the other DJ from across the hall's wife in the head with a loaf of bread. And by the way, feel no repercussions from it whatsoever. <laughs> it was a Christmas party. It was in Reno. And um, I wish it was been doing that best of for like a week. They're doing best of. They're, they're on vacation again. Good for them. But, yeah, so uh, this is back when we tried in radio. <clears throat> and we were the number one radio show in town by far. And I was, I, I was hitting my stride in alcoholism like there's no tomorrow. I mean, I was drinking more than I knew I could ever drink. 
And this was one of those nights. We showed up at this place. The place is called Bricks. It's right there on Virginia. Right where Wells and Virginia kind of mix up and mash up. It's right there, Bricks. It, fine restaurant, whatever. I, I don't remember the food. Um, we show up. I was already hammered. I had been drinking like for three hours beforehand at Scruples right behind it. Yeah, Scruples was still there. Oh, wait. God, yeah, it was still there. I was getting hammered there, and then my, my radio show partner met me there, and then we did some shots, went down to Bricks, and we were hammered when we went in there, and they had an open bar. And we started really getting hammered. Oh, that was bad. We were mocking everybody that was speaking. We were throwing rolls at people. That's what happens. You get drunk 24, 25-year-olds that are the toast of the business. Oh, man. Arnie in his drinking days would watch Hangovers 1 through 3 and call that amateur night. I mean, there are some there, – there, we have some stories. There are some stories that, that, that do put the Hangover movies to shame but and because they really did happen. Ah, scruples, Arnie, those schooners of beer, good times. Amen. They were ice cold, too. Like 32 ounces. All right, back to the uh, back to the manners here. We have to uh, we have to get the last two here. Because drinking alcohol was bad, we found out. Uh, they also say that eating too quickly, also bad. Oh, uh, we our paths had a cross there. I mean, I think we we probably crossed paths at a lot of parties because of people that you knew or know that I know that we've all hung out in the same groups. We went to a fancy seafood restaurant and we were getting drunk and I convinced a friend to walk to the bathroom with a bottle of table wine in his hand, past family servers drinking as he went. Into the John and back. It was a glorious triumph. Oh, when you can get other people to do shit when they're drinking, that's pretty fantastic. I don't do that to people. Because I was always that person. Hey, Arnie, do this. I'd gladly do it. If I was hammered, I'd gladly do it. But I ain't going to do that to people. Unless it's somebody I really just want to see and fuck with. Uh, Last year they said, are eating too quickly... They say if you're a fast eater, learn to adjust your pace to match those around you. Well, if if bitch A and dipshit B are yapping the whole time, when are they going to eat? And if they're yapping, when can I talk? I can't talk, so I might as well fucking eat. And the last one here, before we get to the proper etiquette in the workplace, the last one here is salting your food before tasting it. Now, why is that rude? What if you go to that restaurant every fucking Friday night and you order the same thing every fucking Friday night and you know they don't use enough seasoning? What's wrong with that? Why is that bad etiquette? Because you want it to taste good? Jackasses. 
hate people like that. I don't even salt my food at restaurants, but that's just me. Uh, all right, here we go. The five etiquette errors you must avoid in your new job. Okay. All right, here we go. Next thing you know, you're putting garlic salt on everything. Oh, God damn it. No. Never. We ha- I, 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 I kid you not. Oh, I know that was a good hashtag, Jerry, there. I don't even use garlic salt in my cooking. Not at all. No, I just can't. I can't take I do I can't take it. We have some in the house and I stay away from that as much as I can. All right. Some expert put this fucking thing together. Here are some errors in the workplace to be sure to avoid, plus smart advice for what you should do. So this is the etiquette in the workplace. Things that you should not do in the workplace. Don't be overconfident. Well, let me just say, prepare to fucking lose then. Don't be overconfident? Why not? I used to get to speak on levels uh, at at colleges and things because I knew people. This is another reason why Erised, I need my honorary doctorate because I've helped so many young people around this world. Um, but I would go there and I would tell them all the same thing. You know, who is it? My, my first question was, but you, you know, what, what, what do you do? And a lot of them were graphic designers. And I would ask the question, then I would say, who is the best graphic designer in this classroom? I get the same answer every single time. Nobody would raise their hand. And I looked at them all, I go, y'all aren't going to make it. You're not. Because so many people look at that as overconfidence. That's not overconfidence. That's not overconfidence at all, having that thought in yourself. You know what overconfidence is? Overconfidence is is buying the big house and the fast cars and all that kind of shit before you're established and all that. That's overconfident. Because what happens one day when you can't afford that? That's overconfidence. Overconfidence is believing the hype. Because that's all it is, is hype. I would walk into that classroom and I would say, I am the best on-air personality in this entire area, if not on the planet. And a lot of people look at me and go, well, that's overconfident. You're, you're being like, what about Howard Stern? What about those people? What about them? Hey, they got they got to keep up with me. And I will tell you this right now. If you don't have that confidence in yourself, no one else will. If you don't believe that, and I still to this day believe that, I am still better than everybody else who's in radio right now. And some of y'all probably look at your computer and go, well, then why aren't you working in radio? There's a lot of reasons. I'm not going to say just because I've been blackballed from certain places. No. I don't want to play their games. Radio's changing. Ra- I, 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 am, I am too dangerous for radio because of all the restrictions that radio has allowed the federal government to put on itself. 
radio allowed all that to happen. But this isn't about that. This is about you being confident. I don't care what job you do. I don't. No matter what you do, you're working and you are fucking, you, you are putting into society, you're doing your job. I got nothing, nothing wrong with you. But this is what, look, to make your life easier, go into your job knowing that you're the best in the world at it. Just go into that and work that way. And I promise you, it's not overconfidence. You can be the best cart wrangler in the world and work at the, the, the Sam's Club over on fucking, you know, Pleasant Grove in, in 65. I don't know. As long as you think that when you go to work. Whatever it is you do, if you're an accountant, you're the best accountant in the world. Do your fucking job. Don't jerk off in the break room. That's a that now we'll see if we get to that. We we just got the overconfident one that I'm I'm blowing out of the water right now. We'll see about that one. Overconfidence is being an airline clerk and getting in a fight. You left one part out there, Andrew. And getting the shit kicked out of you. (laughs) Derek says, yeah, I had a review at work last year, and it was a self-review. I put all fours for myself for excellence. One guy that overlooked it was like, really, who's this guy think he is? I was like, whatever, I know I'm good at my job. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. I love those self-evaluations. How do you think I'm going to rate myself? Needs improvement here? I don't think I need any improvement. Now, if my boss sits me down and says, you need improvement in these parts, then I will try to improve in those parts because my, my, my boss is telling me that. But me, I think, I think I'm great. I am great. I remember when I when I when I signed back on to Reno Radio when I was doing the sports show, I was like, Northern Nevada, you're welcome. You're welcome for having an actual paid professional broadcaster back on your airways. Instead of this tripe you have that's all over the place. Why not my club on Greenback? Oh, uh, yes, you can get it there too. You can be the best cat. I don't think you're a cart wrangler though, see? I don't think you are, Stack R. And plus, you use five forks at every meal, and, and we, we are going to have to talk about that. I'm the best in the world at what I do because I'm the only one of me in the world. Exactly. Radio sucks because of the FCC. It does. I agree. People will pay big bucks to have their home cleaned really good. That's me. Exactly. And if you do your job and you're really good at your job, guess what? People will talk. And they'll go, oh, these people are great cleaning houses. Oh, yeah, give me their number. Boom, boom, boom. That's you doing your job. I'm a, a, a recovery specialist now. <laughs> Why are you uh, going to say you're not good at something if you're trying your hardest to be the best? Exactly. All right, so so the first one is don't be overconfident. That that one was terrible. Don't listen to that one. Be overconfident at work. 
Don't ignore great advice from those who have gone before you. Oh my God. Holy shit. I, 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 I've never heard such wonderful things written in the same place. Don't ignore great advice from those who have gone before you. No shit. Man, oh man, if anybody older than you has advice for you that pertains to mainly your job or or maybe even someone you respect and look up to in life, and they give you some tips, you should do what you did with that fucking piece of toast you had for breakfast this morning. You need to sop all that motherfucking shit up. Oh, my God. Look, look. <clears throat> Sometimes these older people, they give advice and you didn't ask for it. But when you think about what they say, you're like, God damn it, they're right. And it pisses you off. They know what they're talking about. They've been there. They've done that. They ate the chips and they're wearing a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> Scott. Oh, Scott, I love you for asking this question. Did you have to do an evaluations for your producer of your sports show? Because she was terrible. <sighs> terrible Taryn. Wow. The answer to that is a, restound, a resounding no. No, 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 no. The day, let, let, let me walk you through the the whole Reno process, shall we? So I, I've told you the story about how <clears throat> I signed there. It's going to be with my dad the last six months of his life. And I was ready to go, right? So the guy talks to me about the thing two weeks before I leave Sacramento. And he offers me a job. We'll call that guy uh, Mike Murray, for example. And he offers me a job. At the ESPN station. Right? They don't even have the job yet. But they're making it for me. Because they offered it to me and I was the first choice. And it happened to coincide with things relating with my own personal life. So I get the job. Talk to my boss in, in Sacramento. He says, take it. You can have the two weeks. We never do that, but you're an icon, so we're going to let you do this. That's right. I just called myself an icon. Um, so I do the two weeks. And I move on Memorial Day weekend. I did not ask anyone to help me. I did it all myself. Paid for it myself. Did most of the moving inside the house by myself because not going to ask anybody on Memorial Day weekend to help me move. The problem was this, was the week leading up to Memorial Day was I was supposed to start the Tuesday after Memorial Day. But the week before, I had a hard time finding a place to live due to the fact that Mike Murray would not um, call apartments back because of some bullshit EEO policy that says they have to open this job for everybody. They have to announce a job and let people send in. Two people send in tapes. Two people. And I missed out on the apartment that I really wanted. I got the apartment that I got. It was great, fine, whatever. 
I had to sign my contract. Ready for this, Scott? When I signed my contract, I couldn't come to the building. I had to live in Reno for three, almost two full weeks and not really tell people why I was there. I had to sign my contract at the library in North Reno, far, far away from the radio station. So then, two days before I started to get a phone call from said Mike Murray, says, hey, we're, we've got a producer for you. Um, uh, it, it, it's this girl, Taryn, but she's great, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, is she going to be a part of the show? Can I make her part of the show? Can she talk? Can she, oh, yeah, she's a pro, man. She's great, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. Is she a sports fan? Oh, yeah, yeah, she's from, like, the, the Boston area, so she loves Boston sports, blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. So she started. Taryn was awful. All she wanted to do was bitch and moan about how much she wasn't getting paid. She was she was a, a she was a part-time jock and she wasn't very good at it. She thought a lot more of her voice than anybody else did because she thought she had the voice. First of all, if you think that you have the voice, you don't have the voice. She do dick about sports. The only producing that she ever did was she ran the board while I talked. Any sound effects, anything like that, I had, I produced. And I had, still had to make commercials for other shit, and I'd get yelled at by that. I got to say... When I went back to Reno, I hated working in that building. I hated it. I liked doing my own show. That's when I found out that I could do my own show for hours at a time. But I didn't like being in that building. Because that's when the 2016 election happened. And most of that building didn't see it the way I saw it going. But yeah, as far as 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 she went... I'll never forget, she, she came in to me one time, and she was really, really mad. She's really mad because um, the program director told her, we pay you to not sound like you're reading. He blasted her on some shitty PSA that she did. And I listened to the, the, the public service announcement, and, I, and, and she read it like this, like I'm reading this story here. These days... Almost any new job or position at work requires learning and applying new skills. And while doing so isn't easy, no matter your age, stage in life, profession, location. See, that, that's how you, you can't, I, I can barely do it without going, hey, these days, most any new job or position at work requires learning any kind of new skill. And while doing so isn't always that easy, no matter how old you are, no matter what stage of life you're in, I'm just reading. There, there's two ways to do it, and her way was the bad way, and I couldn't ever explain that to her. And I wanted to go, it's because you suck. But I didn't do that, and I wish I did. But there you go, Scott. That was my evaluation of her. Uh, are you're the guy in those videos where the hot teen girls get caught and you get help. To avoid talking to the police. 
In the fire service, we're always share technical advice and so ask for it. It's the best way to gain knowledge. Whatever. Any delivery on the radio sounds better when you're puking it out. Well, yes, it does. Here are some errors in the workplace to be sure to avoid. Man, I've worked with there is this one guy. Okay, so I, I, I know I, I'm ransacking the show with stories, but uh, you guys like the stories. There was one guy. We worked with this guy, and he was so fucking terrible. He was a puker, and he was a weekender. And, I mean, if you don't know what a puker is, a puker, hey, it's one of these guys who's over the top who doesn't even use his own voice. He, he's like, Tim and Terry in the morning, we've got traffic on the 10s. Hey, Terry, what's the traffic like? I don't know, Tim. Those are pukers. And I was told early, 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 like the first reel I ever recorded, don't do it like that. Because, I mean, I look, I started off, I'll never forget, K-Hit 104.5, hit, hit kicking new country, K-Hit 104.5. I mean, I was doing, I was laying it on, hit kicking new country, K-Hit 104.5. I mean, I was laying that shit on, and they, they're like, no, don't do that. So we had this guy. His name, his on-air name was Jace. And first of all, he was, I think he was retarded. A, a part of him had to be retarded. Okay? So, <laughs> I think of this story. <laughs> I left my fucking ass up. Because he was a true rig puker. And his regular voice was nothing like that, right? And I had talked to him a few times, and we all, all had found this out that he loved Rick Carter. Now, Rick Carter's this this radio guy in Reno who's just got the golden pipes. I mean, he is the voice, and he was just born with it. When you hear Rick talk, you're like, that's Rick Carter. You're like, oh, my God, I, w- I would kill for that voice. And Jace idolized him. We used to do things like Jace's going to wash Rick's car for him just for fun. Jace is getting him breakfast delivered in. Well, like we, we would we would kind of fuck with Jace. Not not too much, though. But one day, uh, <laughs> one day, I was coming home, or I, I, I was coming back from, like, an early softball game or something. It was a, a tournament game. And it was like April or May, early, and I was listening to the station, like I always did, right? And I hear him go on, he goes, 97 degrees in the Truckee Meadows. And I was like, wait a second, I I just got to, it's like 60 degrees outside. We had a thermometer outside the radio station that we were told not to use during the daytime because... If the sun shone right on it, it would fucking light up a lot more than it was. And he's telling people on the air it's 97 degrees outside. I, I call up my boss and partner. I go, did you just hear that? And he goes, "It really, it's 97 fucking degrees right now. Yeah, Jace didn't make it too much longer after that. Oh, but those were the good old days up on Sutro. Oh, that's back when that job was fun. Man, oh, man. That's right. Reno was a lot different place back then, too. Man. They let us get, They let us do so much stuff. 
And I can't even think that it would be possible now. I mean, we gave away Playboy magazines in a Walmart parking lot once because Walmart stopped selling Playboy. I mean, we did dumb radio stunts. The year after, man. Yeah, we we did a blow up the IRS building, balloon toss, blow up the balloons, get it? Across from the fucking IRS building in Reno, too, by the way. Yeah, we were visited a couple times. But, yeah. All right. Am am I done with the job of don't be overconfident? Yeah, okay, we're all done with that. I, I, I've gone into story time. Uh, all right, what we'll do here now is this. We will go back to a celebrity-ass death match because we have round two coming up right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for celebrity, celebrity, celebrity ass, 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 with us before, you know that Chris Collinsworth and Jeff Gordon have already climbed and are on the mountain. We see who joins them right here and now. Let's get it on. All right, here we go. First matchup we have, oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, is this a good one? We have the scumbag of scumbags who worked for NBC for all of his life. And he never grew past five foot two. The man, the myth, the wannabe legend, Bob Costas. Bob Costas taking on former Sacramento King and color play-by-play guy who was awful, the one and only Chris Webber. Bob Costas versus Chris Webber, ass family. Who you got? Quite easily. Our next matchup. Who was the worst of these sportscasters? I, I don't know if it was before or after Dennis Miller, but they brought in Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh, and he's taking on the juice himself. Worked for NBC Sports for a while. Orenthal James Simpson or OJ. Rush Limbaugh versus OJ as family. Who you got?
it's a back and forth one. Man, oh man, was that one close or was that one close? Rush Limbaugh with his stack of stuff and Oxycontin. Does not win. O.J. Simpson moves on. Orenthal, James Simpson, as said by Stackar, a slice above the rest. My goodness. Man, O.J. moves on. Now, Ogre, you said, yeah, what was that? You said something earlier when I said Bob Costas. I'm going to go back here and say, Bob Costas, you can remove anyone else from contention. Okay. Does that include this fucking bag of shit? Oh, God, he's ruining Troy Aikman's career now on Monday Night Football. I give you Joe Buck. Taking on a guy from that show, Pardon the Interruption, who thought he was as good as Madden, so he got a bus because he couldn't fly either. Tony Kornheiser. Joe Buck versus Tony Kornheiser. Ass family. Who you got? Jack wasn't that bad. Jack Buck. Jack would just be too drunk. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Buck moves on. Yeah, Jack Buck was just fucking hammered. I I promise you, I heard this. I was driving on the way home from a Monday Night Football one time, a broadcast we were doing. And the game had restarted, and and Jack Buck was the voice of Monday Night Football if it was on the radio. And I'm driving home. I got the AM station on so I can hear the game, and there's Jack Buck. And it was Arizona versus somebody. And he goes, Arizona on their own 50. I was like, wait a second. Did he say on their own 50? That was Jack Buck, though, for you. Uh, all right. Uh, anyone to see Troy come into the booth drunk and tell Joe to shut? I Every week, every week I want Troy to puck and punch him in the face. All right. <laughs> I forgot how funny this last one was. This is why I'm the king. The worst sportscasters in the history of all sports. Our last one. We have Joe Namath. Former NFL superstar quarterback ran off the field with the number one, but then got all drunk and all frisky with uh, Susie Colber. Joe Namath versus all women broadcasters. Joe Namath versus all women broadcasters. Ask family who you got.
った。<笑>
But I kind of like the music Say the ladies are insane And they sure know how to use it They don't abuse it Never gonna lose it I can't refuse it Well, I've never been to
surely to the sea darling so it goes some things are meant to be because here's why I wrote that. This lineup coming up here right now, starting with this pediatrician in Kentucky. Stephanie Russell's her name. She's 52 years old. She's a pediatrician, i.e. a kid doctor, right? Like baby doctor, whatever. So she she's smart. She, she's got money. And, well, she wants to kill her husband. I know, I know. V. Coop, thank you. He says, you'll be fine tonight. You've got the right stuff. Ah, there you go. That's one of those right there. Yeah, all right. Anywho, she's tired of her husband, so she agreed that she would pay uh, an individual $7,000 to kill her husband. Now, this, is a, this isn't any old hitman. This is one of them smart ones that says half up front here, lady. So, she placed $3,500 outside her medical office in a drop box as payment. And as soon as that payment was made, they picked her up because the person that she was talking with Work for the FBI. Now, now, how many of these stories do we need to see to say stop? No, not because it's a bad idea to hire a hitman. Is You're a pediatrician in Kentucky. Your name is not Michael Corleone. What did you, and $7,000, that's it? Come on. Seven grand, that's it, to hit somebody. 
You deserve to spend the rest of your days eating big black box. You dumb fuck. Ooh, that's a bargain. Did you, did, did, is that in Groupon? To kill somebody $7,000. And first of all, you live in Kentucky. You really, you got some mobsters around there? No, you got a bunch of fucking Oxycontin fucking freaks that'll, that say they'll do it, but then they don't. Stop trying to hire people to kill your, your, your loved ones, people. Not for the bad, the reason it's bad, but for the reason that you're going to hire a cop and go to prison, dumb fuck. Jesus. Man, oh man. I got to think for everybody here. I hope it doesn't say who she talked to or anything. I hope that she was at least racist about it and went to like an Italian restaurant and found some guy who's wearing an ice suit and said, oh, you must be in the mob. I mean, fuck. Come on. All right, got another one. Uh, we, we, got another, we, we got to stop this. We, we got to put a stop to this. And, and look, yes, I know I'm being misogynistic more so than usual today, and I'm just fine with that. Swimsuit finalist Gigi Robinson wants to see, wants to change how the world sees chronic illness. The social media influencer was chosen among thousands of submissions to be photographed by UC, a famous photographer. That's a good name for a photographer, UC. Um, She was diagnosed with Elner's-Denlos Syndrome, a connection, a connective tissue disorder that causes chronic pain and makes one prone to bruise and injuries so they can be slow to heal. She was forced to give up swimming. Why? Why? She was forced to give up swimming. Why? But later loved, uh, found her new love for photography. Oh, and of course, I think she gave up swimming because she got too big to be a swimmer. She looks like one of them East German swimmers. Can we just stop with this? Can we stop? Can we stop trying to to to, to be so inclusive that it, it it's mind-numbingly stupid? Hey, great! This gal's got a chronic illness that that she's dealing with. We got another gal that, that, that's fat that we're dealing with here. We got an old lady that's related to Elon Musk over here. What are young men supposed to masturbate to now? I'm, I'm, I'm being totally serious here. Why are we fucking up the masturbation game for young men? And I know you're probably yelling at me right now. Arnie, but what about the internet? Well, let's say they lost their internet privileges. Guy's got to fucking whack into something. Now he goes down to the fucking library, gets one of them sports illustrators with the big stick in between it. Boy, they really frown on masturbation in libraries, let me tell you. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. (laughs) 
Amber Heard has the opposite of that. Her bruises healed in mere hours. What about when the the dog stepped on the bee? I got to tell you, man, come on. Didn't Larry Flint die recently? We don't have any good smut peddlers out there anymore. I need to be the next man to deal smut. He should have done a nationwide search, and he would have found me, and I would have kept the smut alive. I'm not going to, no, 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 I'm not going to push anybody's agenda. If you're willing to, you know, pull shit apart, I'm going to put you in my magazine. But you better be looking good. I'll tell girls straight. No, I won't. That would be wrong. I don't want my picture, my movie coming out someday. Arnie would tell young women to use methamphetamine to lose weight. You can always lose another 10 pounds, honey. I'll become the most hated man in America. Oh, right behind the buffalo shooter. See, smut needs better peddlers now. See, in the past, we had showmen. We had showmen that puddled smut. Hugh Hefter, Bob Guccione, Larry Flint. I mean, those guys had some, you know, now everybody hides behind the Internet. Man, come on, smut peddlers. Come out and be be cheered. Be revered as those three icons of the industry were. Our smut has gotten even to be too clean in society. Let me ask, look, ask family ladies if you're still around. Do you really give a monkey's ass about the swimsuits that they, they, they cover in that magazine? And I'm being honest here. Like, does anybody give a shit about those? Ooh. Oh, I was hoping they were going to come out with something like that. Sports Illustrated, what's that? Well, Ogre, that used to be what we called back in the day a periodical or a magazine. They're still out there. They're still out there. Damn it all. Boy, I gotta, I, I gotta say, this guy right here. Yeah, people still go to libraries. Zach, just because you don't go to libraries, hell, I signed a contract at a fucking library. Um, boy, this guy Franco Galvin Martinez. If you think that you have it bad, whew, boy, you better hold this fella cerveza. This uh, is a landscaper. I know. Shocking. 53-year-old guy. And um, he was suspended by a harness. So he's doing some landscaping work, right? Right, right. He's doing his work. Well, problem is he hit he 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 hit a swarm of bees, a hive. 
in the tree. And when he realized what he'd done, he panicked so bad that he kicked his ladder away. And for the next 10 straight minutes, he was stung. 10 straight minutes of being stung by hundreds, if not thousands of bees. No, 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 Andrew, if there was video right now, I would have my pants off. No video of this. He did succumb to the, uh, the bee stings. But he was trapped in a harness, being stung for 10 straight minutes. I got to think that has got to be one of the worst things I've ever heard in my entire life. Was he Hitler in another life? I mean, I, I feel terrible for his family. It's awful. But boy, oh boy, that is not the way to go. Man, getting stung by bees for 10 straight minutes. And you know that felt like years he was just sitting there. Yikes. Now, I got to say, that's a, that's, a, that's a weird way to go. But so is this. So is this. A runner is dead after collapsing at the finish line of the annual Brooklyn Half Marathon. 30-year-old runner who was not identified was crossing the finish line, collapsed. Six other runners were transported to the hospital. Temperatures were between 20 and 30 degrees above average. National Weather Service of New York issued a heat advisory for parts of the region where temperatures rising into the 80s and and maybe 90s. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, not not 90 degrees and you're running. See, see, bad shit can happen to you when you exercise. People ask me all the time, Arnie, why don't you exercise? Well, because I don't want to die. That's somebody who trained and trained and trained and, and died. Mm-hmm. Just to make it worse, you think one stuck his dick hole? Oh, I think it was more than one. Mm-hmm. See proof running that can kill you. So temperatures went from we are the world to vanilla ice? No, I think it went vanilla ice to we are the world. But I, I mean, sitting there, you know, it's a horrible story. Sure, it's a very terrible story. But once again, once again, all these people say, oh, if you run, you'll stay, you'll live to be your 70s. No, that person didn't, unless they were in their 70s and they ain't telling us. I think if they were in their 70s, they'd be telling us. So the moral to that story is don't run. There you go. No, don't run when you do your... <coughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
U.S. Customs and Border Protection offices uh, in Texas are showing how desperate some of the people are to get drugs across the border. According to officials working at the Bridge of America's border crossing in El Paso, a 40-year-old American woman was caught earlier this month trying to smuggle fentanyl into the U.S. Stuffed inside a condom. Stuffed inside her vagina. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Oh, God damn it. See, this is why I just read the headlines. So then I can get the magic of this next part. Are you ready? The agent said the CBP canine alerted officers. <laughs> Damn, that dog thinks she's got a smelly pussy. <laughs> they did a pat-down search. And officers say the woman then voluntarily removed the condom filled with fentanyl pills from her vaginal cavity. It appears the actual pills were inside a custom container shaped to fit inside a vagina. That container was then wrapped in a condom. So that means they have some gal down there, some human traffic gal, that they're pouring like a mixture in her vagina and then pulling it out so they can like figure out how many pills they can get in there. They recovered .006 pounds inside the fake wiener or whatever. Man, oh man. That dog is like, fuck, why me? <laughs> so she had the feminine version of the vag cork, yes. <laughs> Her front butt. <laughs> The dog was thinking, that smells like salmon and George Floyd. <laughs> Once again, yes, if you're wondering, we are all going to hell. And I don't care because that shit's funny. And now what our, fi- our final story? Oh, God damn it. Now, now you know what? No, this ain't going to be our final story. No, no, I got to do one more. This story was sent to me, and and I have to go off on this. Uh, Apparently, dentists are able to tell if, well, if you, well, if you're sucking dick. That's right. The revelation comes from... uh, TikTok, where various oral health experts have recently posted videos confirming a rumor. Dentists can sometimes tell if a patient has recently performed oral sex or having uh, a sex or on a penis-having partner-thinking little thing called palatal palatsy, bruising of the soft palate. According to the doctors, unlikely that a single oral sex session result in the tell sign. 
But if, for example, you like to suck on multiple, multiple, multiple lollipops at a time, you got a problem. So the dentist can tell. So I thought about this, and I thought to myself, well, that, okay, all right, that's one thing. You know, doctor can tell. Yeah, you know, you might not be out of the closet, but the doctor knows. Okay, all right, whatever. What happens? So here you go. So you're a dentist. Let's say, I don't know, yeah. You have a daughter, and the daughter comes in to see you, and you notice this bruised powder clef up there that you know what it is. You know she doesn't even like lollipops. You know what this is. Now, is that better or worse? I'm going to hell. Then if you're a dentist, and instead of your daughter coming in, your son comes in, or is it worse? <laughs> this is why I could never be a dentist. What if your wife comes in, and you know for sure she doesn't lollipops or like sucking dick, at least yours, or does it get even worse one more place? And you're probably thinking to yourself, Arnie, how could it get worse? You've talked about his daughter. You've talked about his son. You've talked about his wife. Ah. Ah. If Dennis can truly tell, what's worse? Mom or dad? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. No, you can't tell if you're taking a protein shot just to oh his grandma. Oh man. I, I noticed some bruising in your paddle cleft. Yeah, I've been sucking a lot of dick, Sonny. This would be reason number, I don't know, eighteen thousand eight hundred and two not to become a dentist. You can tell if your family's been sucking dick. He looks at all their palates. They're all fucked up. He looks at his. Fine. Whew. thought I was losing something there. Oh, goddamn. That's funny. Well, let's take a look at your mouth, Dad. Oh, Jesus. Dad, what have you been doing? Say it's not so. All right, now final story of the day. (sighs) Police in Kansas have identified a woman. (laughs) This story is so fucking wrong. Oh, my God. Do I not have the poop sound effect anymore? Did I get rid of the poop one? Hold on. We we need the poop one for this. P-O-O-P. Poop bed. Poop mouth. 
poop songs, poop kids. Let's see if this is it. Did you just poop and then get into bed without underwear on? That's pretty funny, but that's not it. Um, okay. Dennis, make sure you brush and floss twice a day. Patient, go fuck yourself. Fine, then go suck a dick. Will do, Doc. Dennis recommended. At least it's Kansas and not in Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, man. Wichita, Kansas. A woman entered a beauty supply store on May 10th and... She pooped in the middle of the aisle. Before anybody makes any Amber Heard jokes, they put this woman's picture on TV and everybody was calling in saying it was Amber Heard. But it's not because Amber Heard is not a fat black woman. Police say, are you ready for this? This is the best part. Police say that the defecation was significant enough that eight wigs were destroyed. And the owner wanted to identify the poopetrator. <laughs> the poopetrator. Oh my God. The poopetrator. That's my favorite transporter. Transformer, the poopinator. Oh. And the incident was caught on surveillance camera. No, no, there is no video available to me here on this story. I'm sorry. If you want to Google it, go look for the poopitrator in, in Wichita, Kansas. The business would like to know who the poopetrator is so they can pursue criminal charges. The good of all, for all of you, we are not posting the footage of the offending fecal assault, the police department said. (laughs) And the police department says, we already know it's not Amber Heard, so please stop telling us who this is. They have found the woman. The poopetrator has been caught. I mean, there's so much there. Like, I I don't know the 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 testicular fortitude it takes to drop trow in the middle of an aisle of a beauty store and then shit. Like like that that takes a special kind of confidence that I do not have. And then grab a bunch of wigs to clean yourself up because you have self-respect. <laughs> oh, you should see the grocery store after cherry picking starts. It's everywhere. Well, eight wigs were destroyed. She had to wipe somewhere. Now, if she touched weave, then that ghetto brawl. 
Biden would have thought she was giving birth. I'll take my suspension now. <laughs> was she trying to date Flavor Flav? The greatest episode of reality TV ever. Oh, my God. The girl poops herself. Did she try to hide in a wig and was like, oh, my God, this is 10-wig deuce. I think she just left it behind. She's like, yeah, y'all ain't got what I want. I want to see this episode of CSI. They got to swab the turd and analyze its contents. Oh, my God. I like that it was it was significant enough, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, yeah, this gal could probably drop a big deuce, maybe maybe, maybe a double deuce. Did you walk into the store and say wig like you, <laughs> wig, wig? Well, I imagine you know. I bet you she was there looking for one. Maybe she had maybe too many spicy shrimp. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she had maybe too many spicy crawdads at lunch. She's out there looking for a new wig for herself. She wants to go out, put some partying on. All of a sudden, it ran through her system. Hey, man, when you got to go, you got to go. I like that she didn't even bother to say, y'all got a bathroom? Y'all got to, because God is one word. Y'all got a bathroom. Three words. It's real easy. Hey, y'all got a bathroom? I'm really going to need a bathroom here. I will shit on your floor. <laughs> I bet you they take that threat more seriously now there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that time. It is the time for the finals. That last round we saw Bob Costas and all women sportscasters advance to where we do have a Mount Rushmore now. And it involves these people right here. Our first matchup, ass family. It's real easy. Is it going to be Chris Collinsworth, that sack of shit from NBC Sunday Night Football, taking on the guy who's on the network earlier than him on Fox, Jeff Gordon, who is horrible at NASCAR. Chris Collinsworth, Jeff Gordon, ass family, who you got?
have ourselves a winner, ass family. Oh, no, you got to turn that one up. Come on. Turn that up. There it is. Chris Collinsworth moves on and is in the finals. And now we will find out who he will face. Bob Costas versus all women. Terrible broadcasters, all of them. Women and Bob Costas. But who's worse? Ask family. Who you got? It's a runaway ass family. <laughs> Women move on to the finals, and now the finals are set. This is tough. I mean, this really is a tough one. It, it, if it got down to this, I wouldn't know. I didn't know who'd win. So I'm glad it got down to this. It's between the worst football broadcaster in the history of time, Chris Collinsworth. Versus all women. Ash family. Chris Collinsworth. All women. Who you got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing. It's the best, beats the rest. Singular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. I'm a cellular. Non-binary, he, she's, they's, them, zigzags, it's, eats, them's, pops, plus. Women, women won. Women are the worst broadcasters, sports broadcasters. All women are the face of the Mount Rushmore of terrible sportscasters. Oh, ass family, what a day it's been. What a week this man! I am I am on fire this week. I I got the the concert tonight. Then tomorrow we got the show in the morning, and I got the Nolan Ryan movie tomorrow night. And I got the show next morning, and I got hopefully Top Gun Wednesday night. So 
With that all being said, that's it for today's show. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Uh I sit home from school one day with a shiner on my eye Fighting was against the rules and it didn't matter why When Dad got home I told that story just like I'd rehearsed Then stood there on those trembling knees and waited for the worst And he said, let me tell you a secret about a father's love A secret that my daddy said Was just between us He said daddies don't just love their children Every now and then It's a love without end, amen It's a love without end, amen When I became a father in the spring of 81 There was no doubt that stubborn boy Was just like my father's son And when I thought my patience Had been tested to the end I took my daddy's secret And I passed it on to him I said, let me tell you a secret About a father's love secret that my daddy said was just between us I said daddies don't just love their children every now and then It's a love without end, amen It's a love without end, amen Last night I dreamed I died and stood outside those pearly gates When suddenly I realized there must be some mistake If they know half the things I've done they'll never let me in but Then somewhere from the other side I heard these words again they said, let me tell you a secret about a father's love A secret that my daddy said was just between us You see, daddies don't just love their children every now and then It's a love without end, amen It's a love without end, amen ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.